everyone and welcome to this week's solo record. So I absolutely loved the question that I received this week and I feel like it's really relevant to the period in which we find ourselves and I have picked it from a DM that I was sent. So the question was, what is your approach to food and exercise over the Christmas period? I so want to allow myself to have some downtime, but it's always followed by feelings of guilt and then restrictive eating. Now, this for me is such a great question. And I think it's something that probably a lot of you are feeling at the moment as the holiday season gets underway, our social diaries fill up, there's more opportunity for calorie rich foods, which is which is lovely and all those delicious Christmas foods. It can often also be met with these feelings of guilt and shame and needing to kind of quote unquote undo enjoying ourselves a little bit over the Christmas season. So I wanted to take you on a little bit of a journey with it. So I'm going to pose a few things to you that I really hope will be helpful. And at the end, I'll kind of tell you how I I now approach it myself. So I guess where I wanted to take you first was that I just want to say that you're not alone. I know that's a bit of a cliche thing to say, but you're really not. I cannot tell you how many people, friends, people online that I speak to over this period who are really struggling and grappling with this idea of wanting to enjoy themselves, but at the same time, often it being then met with feeling guilty about it, needing to kind of go to the gym more, exercise or feeling uncomfortable in their bodies. And Yeah, I think it's kind of one of those things that we almost keep to ourselves, but actually so many of us are feeling. And I'm going to be totally honest with you, as I always am on this podcast and as I always am online, like I always describe this as a journey and I describe it as that because I don't feel like it has this kind of end point. And by that, I mean, you know, body positivity, self-love, body acceptance, all of these things. Nothing is a finished journey, in my opinion. Everything is always ongoing. I'm always learning, discovering new things about myself. And so even myself, I can find myself being really triggered over the Christmas period. It's a time when we're maybe spending more time with family, which can throw up its own difficulties. We're around more foods. We're probably doing a bit more socializing. And there is a bit of a focus on indulgence. It's a period where there might be a bit more focus on, you know, eating foods that we don't have year round. So I totally get it. I actually thought when I was gathering my notes for this episode about a moment in time that I posted last year, it was a, it was a picture I'd taken of myself about four years ago. It was in my bedroom at home. So my parents' family home, and I had like tears literally streaming down my face and my stomach was really distended because I'd had this all out day of eating on Christmas day as one word, but I was basically then taking this picture to almost like shame myself for it the next day. And I was convinced that somehow like miraculously overnight, my body had changed, which by the way is fine, but I was convinced that it had happened. I was almost like using this picture as a way of shaming myself for having a day where I just enjoyed what I ate. And I think it's a really common feeling over the holiday period that, like I said, there's more socializing, we're eating more calorie dense foods, but then we're confronted with our minds telling us that what we've done is bad and that we should feel guilty for doing so, which kind of further compounds the binge restrict cycle, which I know is something I've brought up a couple of times on these solo records before. Now, One of the things that has really helped me on my journey was to understand a common phenomenon which is known as the last supper thinking. And this really helped me to kind of understand how I was approaching food around these occasions. So the last supper thinking is a mentality that kind of justifies excessive eating over the festive period with the intention of starting a diet once January arrives. So I know I've been there. 
I start to allow myself that freedom with food that I so craved, but then it was always with the mindset of, well, I can let myself eat these foods now because I know on the 1st of January, I'm going to be back on a diet and I'm going to, I'm going to lose all of that weight. And I'm going to take myself back to a place where, you know, I'm restrictive again. And what this mindset does is creates a sense of kind of deprivation, perpetuating this cycle of guilt laden consumption followed by strict control. So when we think about the binge restrict cycles, it's often that overconsumption followed by strict control and underconsumption and that kind of undulating relationship with food where there's never just a happy medium. It's always either too much and fe- not feeling good about it or actually not eating enough and then feeling the need to then binge as a result. And God, I know firsthand that this cycle can be so exhausting and often feeds into this idea that you have a certain window in which you can eat whatever you want because it's going to be followed by extreme restriction and this kind of, and it doesn't even have to be around Christmas as well. Like I wrote down in my notes, this kind of diet starts on Monday mentality. I would love to pitch to you of how many are sitting there going, yeah, I've had a weekend where I've had an all out binge or I've eaten whatever I wanted, always with the mindset in the back of my head of, well, I'm going to be back on a diet on Monday. And I want you to just see how that kind of like last supper mentality can basically feed into this idea that, you know, the food isn't actually being enjoyed for being enjoyed sake. You're not giving yourself permission to genuinely be mindful and conscious of what you're eating. It's more, let me eat whatever I can and let me cram it into this window because it's going to be then followed by restriction. And for me, really understanding this this kind of concept, this mentality has been so helpful. And I know that on my journey to recovery, I fell into this trap. That's why learning about it has been so eye-opening for me because as I started to allow myself, you know, when I was starting to kind of undo and remove a lot of the, the disordered behaviors that I had, you know, subscribed to for such a long time, I started to allow myself to eat foods that I'd previously avoided completely, but I was also still grappling with the idea that my body was changing. And I basically didn't have, and I think the really important words that come up for me here is I didn't have the level of trust and safety within my body to be able to make the best decisions for what I needed in those moments. I didn't have trust within myself. I didn't have, you know, when people say like, oh, just listen to your body. But if you don't trust your body and you don't actually know how to eat normally, quote unquote, then someone saying just listen to your body can be, well, to me anyway, it was, well, I'll just eat whatever I want then. And that's also for me, not the solution. Binging isn't the solution. And binging also isn't food freedom for me. I think we need to make a really clear differentiation between those two things, right? So on the one hand, binge eating might seem as though to you, it's food freedom. Oh yeah, I can eat whatever I want. But if you can eat whatever you want, always with this kind of caveat of, but the diet starts on Monday, that isn't food freedom. That's just binge restrict cycle. Food freedom is being confronted with a whole variety of food choices and really being able to trust your body with choosing what feels right for you in that moment. And that means that sometimes it's not going to be having the cake or it might be, or it's not going to be having a second helping or it might be because on every time you visit those decisions, you have that level of safety and trust within your body to know whether those things are right for you. And I I make it sound easy on here and I apologize for that because it isn't. It's definitely, to use the word again, a journey, but it's something that one can work towards and always try and learn more about in order to give yourself the permission to eat whatever you want, but then not be within these strict windows and not having this hyper-focus on overly indulging on food followed by restriction. So 
what helped me to work through this process, so this kind of binge restrict cycle, this um, last supper mentality, was to instead consider the idea that granting yourself unconditional permission to enjoy the foods that we might feel appear more commonly at this time of year, that they could be enjoyed at any time of the year. Like why is Christmas so associated with indulgence when you can literally eat any of those foods at any time of the year? And asking yourself like, would these particular foods hold the same power over you during Christmas if you were free from the constraints of guilt and restriction? So like stop giving food all this power, stop giving it the power of being like, you know, I'm, I must cram all these foods into a certain window because in order to, you know, feed the part of your brain that's like, but I need these foods um, in order to, I guess, feel good. Paired with that is also a part of your brain saying, but a big but, you know, that's also then something that causes you to feel shame and guilt, as you said in your in your question. I guess what I'm trying to say is that the first thing that I would do is to really visit your relationship with food and particularly your relationship with food around this time of year. What are your triggers? What are the things that make you maybe want to eat more? Are there certain family members that you find it maybe particularly difficult to spend time with? Are there certain scenarios that you find challenging? You know, maybe using a journal, which I know particularly on my process of of undoing binge eating and and working through it has been that journaling can be so helpful because I know for me, my goodness, there are some triggers that I now see time and time again coming up and being able to recognize those is really helpful to avoid falling into like an all out binge. But just going back to your question, because the question really was like, what's my approach to food and exercise over Christmas? And you said like, you want to allow yourself some downtime. And I just, within that, like, I just want you to really think about the fact that I want you to give yourself permission to do that. So as much as everything I've said this far, like we've been kind of talking about how you can get there and that, you know, don't fall into that binge stick cycle. I want you to just really deep the fact that like, you can do whatever you want. You genuinely, like the world is not going to end if you gain a pound over Christmas, right? Let's just be real. Like I, I hate to talk in those terms, but let's be totally honest. Like we put so much power and control into our body fat and our, and what that percentage might be and it holds so much control and power over us that we're willing to let it disrupt an entire joyous celebration where food is to be enjoyed and to be you know part of that we let it disrupt that because we let those numbers the dress size, the, the 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 way that we see ourselves in the mirror holds so much power over us that we're willing to just completely miss out on moments that could be so amazing and so special and wonderful. And I'm feeling more than ever, like life is short. These memories are precious. We're willing to forgo all of that for what? To stay the same size that I was before Christmas? Cool. Do I get a badge for it of honor? No. Is anyone going to congratulate me? No. Does anyone care except for me? No. So let's just like really take a moment to understand that, you know, going back to that point I said about the foods holding power over us, this kind of last supper thinking, this idea that, you know, we need to cram indulgent eating into a certain period, like all of that, think about it, take a moment and really start to think about what is going to make Christmas memorable, meaningful, and restful for you. 
What does that look like for you? What does it genuinely look like? And if it means that like food is a big part of that for you, that eating the foods that you really love, that you really want to enjoy and that make you feel great and that you, you know, are able to have without falling into that binge cycle, again, creating that differentiation between the two, well then go for it. Like it's a no brainer. If that, if that is important to you, absolutely go for it. I know that I will be for sure. I can't wait for it. But also I don't give it the power that it has over what it seems like you. I don't give it that power because at any point during the year, if I want chocolate, I can have that. If I want to uh, have a day where I might eat a roast dinner or similar, like a Christmas meal, I can do that. I have full permission to honor those things. And so I don't give it that power. So I think that my brain is going all over the place and I have probably done this in a quite a roundabout way, but going back to my original point, like just work out what is going to be most meaningful to you, exercise-wise and food-wise. Like, is it important to you to rest your body and have a bit of downtime from exercise? Is it going to be a bit of a slog or tip into feeling punishing if you are making yourself exercise over Christmas? Because if it is, cool, draw a line under it. Don't need to do it. The gym's always going to be there. Exercise will always be there. So's you know, eating nourishing foods. If you're worried about the feelings of guilt and shame, is it that maybe you could still work out what feels meaningful for you, still be able to include the foods that you that you really want to enjoy, but maybe you're peppering that with a little bit of, well, for breakfast, I'm going to try and include some fruits and veggies, or I'm going to try and have a couple of balanced meals across the week of Christmas or, you know, the Christmas period. Whatever it is, whatever makes you feel good, because like there's no one answer to this, right? We're all going to have different approaches. You've got to decide, you know, that kind of, balance and ratio of being able to give yourself full permission to to eat, to enjoy, to rest, but then it not tip you into needing to restrict, overly punishing yourself and creating that negative voice in your head that is telling you that you somehow done something wrong. So that, that balance is going to look different for all of us, but I need you to sit down. I need you to work out what is going to be that balance for you. And really come to a place where you are able to, before the Christmas season even kicks off, written down, you know, this for me is what Christmas is going to be about. And these are the things that are going to be meaningful to me. If there's moments where you feel triggered to binge, write down, write it down. What's triggering you? What's going on for you? Put pen to paper, write it out. See if that's helpful. But I just want you to have the best time. I want you to make amazing memories. All of you, everyone listening, I want you to have the best time and I want you to create a version of that that means the most to you. So I hope that this has been helpful. Um, I'm sure I've gone all over the place with my thoughts, but ultimately I think that I've ended where I wanted to, which is you decide, but with all of the context that I've talked about you know, on this episode and bringing all of those things into account and trying to avoid some of those, you know, more tricky spots of, of binge eating, of that last supper thinking, of the diet starts on Monday mentality, of the punishing exercise routines. Like if you can try and avoid those things, keep yourself feeling good, always prioritizing what your body needs, I think you'll be grand. So I'm always here. I'm going to be on Instagram over Christmas. I promise you this, if you're having a difficult day, if you have a wobble, if you have a trigger, please message me. I promise you I will be there for you in total solidarity because I know what it feels like. 
I hope this has been helpful and I will be back next week with another Ask Alice. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. The email that you can um, send your questions to is in the show notes. You can also send me a DM on Instagram or you can drop me a um, a message on any other platform that I use, Facebook, (laughs) whatever feels best. So team, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I will be back next week with another brilliant uh, interview episode and also a solo episode. And I just wish you all a really wonderful festive period. Insanity Group.